Welcome to the Inside Outside Guys on News Talk 760 WJR. From the roof to the basement, from the street to the back fence, they've got you covered. Here are Chuck Bridenstine and Ken Calverly. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the weekend. And what a beautiful weekend it is. We're here for you for next two hours. Housing information you can trust. My name is Ken Calverly, and I am the outside guy. Good morning, everybody. Chuck Bridenstine, the inside guy. Thrilled to be with you. The sun's shining. What a glorious day, huh? It is. Get out and do something. Absolutely. Get out and do something. And and listen to the inside outside guys. Housing information you can trust. Yes, sir. You put a picture on our Facebook page this week. I did. Of a roof vent that someone has installed. <laughs> I laugh when you say that. I go challenge ahead. everybody to go look at this, but it, it's a roof vent that uh, obviously had been there for many years, and as they pick up the vent to replace the roof and the vents, they find out the vent was inactive all that time. It had never been cut in. And I, I just, as soon as I looked at that picture, I, I just went to trust you're trusting the people you know. You know. It's like trusting the surgeon not to leave the scalpel in the incision. You know, you just trust certain things. And they didn't cut the vents in. I had my roof done oh. three, four years ago, and uh, I haven't gone up there since. No. What homeowner's going to do it? Because I, I, mean, I know the guys who did it. I trust they did a good job. You sure like to think you ought to be able to. So <laughs> You should have to go look <laughs> underneath your vent to make sure they cut a hole. I just wanted to throw that out there because it just it leapt off the page at me when I looked at that. Um, and also, I was gratified to know that one of yours and my major concerns with wind turbines may have been resolved. Oh, do tell, Chuck. Do tell. True story. Okay. Apparently, there's been a study conducted that shows if every if one out of the three blades on the turbines one of them is painted black the birds can now see the spinning blades as they approach them and those turbines don't kill birds have you seen any turbines where one blade is painted black uh, never <laughs> so are we going to start to see more ugly so they're, basically they're going to make the turbines uglier than they already are uh yeah and, and more innocuous yeah <laughs> more conspicuous yeah Wow. <laughs> Putting lipstick on a pig. <laughs> oh, I like that one. But, you know, it's one of those things. So we'll probably start to see that. So if you start to see it anywhere, you'll know why. And then the roundabouts. We're going to start seeing more roundabouts. A study came out this week and said, and it's probably very true, that at roundabouts there are far fewer severe injury accidents, which makes sense because people got to slow down. And... Uh, property damage uh, fees and costs are far lower because people hit each other going slower. So uh, you watch. You heard it here first. The inside outside guys are predicting we're going to see a bunch more roundabouts. And a bunch more black wind turbine blades. Yes, sir. Pat Kelly will love that, won't he? <laughs> Thinking about you, Pat. Thinking about you. God bless Pat. Oh, my gosh. Well, I'll tell you what. Every time... We have ever put a roundabout post on Facebook. People it, love them. They hate them. <laughs> they absolutely hate them. There's a few that come to mind. The one at 18 mile, 18 and a half mile, and Van Dyke. People hate that one. And then there is one in West Bloomfield, in the Commas area. Um, there's three in a row, and right where M5 starts. And Haggerty hits and oh, Pontiac Trail come together. I just went through that a week or so ago. People hate that one. <laughs> I love roundabouts. I, I, I mean, what's so hard about yield to the left? Just <laughs> yield to the left. If a car's coming to the left, 
don't go if a car has come. You know, <laughs> I've kind of always felt that way about traffic signals. If it's red, stop, and if it's green, look both ways, then go. And the injury accidents, if you think about that, because if it's just a, what we're used to, an intersection, and one car goes through it, that's a T-bone. Okay, people are going to get hurt. Frightening. If it's in a roundabout, it's going to be hit on the side. People are going to be more likely to deflect. It it really, you can't negate the facts. And from that perspective, especially you and I with our kids, you know, and our extended family, you know what? I can do roundabouts. I really can. I I, I hated the idea years ago, but I've come around to believe they're probably a great solution. They are. They really are. They really are, yeah. And And they, they keep traffic. Traffic moving more steady than a stop sign intersection. Two, two, two aspects of the signal thing. Uh, if you drive, you drive a lot, and when I used to, there was not a day that went by that I didn't see somebody run a red light. True? Every day. Every day. Every day. And people blowing through green lights at 45 miles an hour, you know if someone was going to run the red light, that would be a horrific you know, I beat into my kids, I think, you know, even though it's green, you still look. You still proceed with caution. <laughs> exact same thing. My my daughter telling me, Dad, I don't hit my gas because I've looked both ways. You know, God before she her. goes to that green light. Because yep. I tell you, I remember there was a time where it was probably within the last few years, Big Beaver or uh, 16 and Shaner, where I was about to cross over 16, it turned green. I had to hit. I looked to the left and saw the guy come and hit my brake. He blew right through. I mean, I would have been. So, yes, everyone out there, teach your children that. Just because it's green doesn't mean go. And one more thing, don't ever trust a turn signal. (laughs) You know, what's interesting under Michigan law, if you have a turn signal uh, engaged, you're not required to turn. I know. You're required to to have one on if you turn, but the fact that you have one on doesn't mean you got to (laughs) turn. Yeah, I think there's a law you have to have it on so many feet before you turn. Yeah. So. It's it's fascinating stuff, and I don't even know how we got. Oh, because okay. of the roundabouts. Can yeah, I get it's a, a construction thing? We can, can I talk give a quick it. shout out? Do you mind? I was leaving my sub this morning, and I saw a, a, a lady in our sub who walks her dog every morning. Sweet sweet lady, and I stopped and rolled down the window. I said, "Are you going to be listening?" Excuse me. He said, "Are you going to be listening?" She says, "Of course she is." <laughs> so hi to Sandy Mel. Hope you're listening. I'm going to say hi to her. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. We got a couple guests that are going to be on with us today. We're going to be talking to Mark Kramer from Kearns about storm damage to your roof, and it's a topic you want to hear. We're, uh, Mark's going to be calling us uh, about ten thirty, right? Yes, sir. And then later on, we're going to be introducing a new client. Now, let me say sponsor. something about this new sponsor because we have struggled with this forever. Yes, we have. Not everybody wants to replace the window. Not everyone needs a whole new house full of windows. So, what's the solution? Well, buy one window. <laughs> or or call a window repair company, a quality window repair company. People don't know. The seal between your glass, many times that can be repaired. It, the window can be taken out. The window can be taken apart. That seal can be or fixed. Or they can just replace the glass or, without replacing anything else. There you go. You know, that, and not a lot of companies want to deal with that. So we found one for you, and this is what they do. And they're going to be on with us at 11.15. Accent window repair. Yeah, that's going to be fun. Yep. And then we're going to mention an event that uh, might open the opportunity to go out and have a lot of fun and and win some cash. You know what they need? Uh, I got to be careful what I say here. 
I want to do. You know, we need to do that. We need to do that with a pheasant hunt too. That would be fun. A fishing tournament. Our friends in Barry are free. They're putting on a fishing tournament, right? Well, I don't know if they're putting it on. It's, they're going to be part of your right. fishing tournament. Right. I think there's a, a bunch of people putting it on. They're going to be part of it. Um, yeah. But we want people to know about that. We'll give them more information as things go on. Yep. But I, you know, we got to wait till fall. You know, get the hunters involved as well. I don't, you know, a friend of ours, Dave Kellett, uh, uh, excellent, excellent builder and remodeler, uh, used to sponsor some skeet shoots through the Home Builders Association years ago. So maybe we make sure you qualify first. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we did. Oh, and then we have the home show in Novi that we got. We got to talk about too. We got to get Michael Stoskoff on possibly tomorrow and talk about that as well. Because as far as we know, that's still a go, right? I love it. And we got to keep in mind that pretty soon, even though your furnace is shut off, your air conditioning is going to be cranking like crazy. Because I predict a hot summer. But you better have somebody on that kitchen door there that you can call. You better. You know what? To try to find a good heating, air conditioning, ventilation company, an electrical company. Once you do take that number put it on your refrigerator create a relationship with them and call them when you need them someone like chuck royal oak heating ventilating air conditioning royal oak heating and electro you have housing questions the inside outside guys on wjr have the answers here are ken and chuck welcome back everybody appreciate you being with us 888-654-GUYS as a matter of fact, somebody's already on the phone right now. Is is Larry from St. Clair Shores on with us? Sure is. Hi, Larry. Larry how can we um, help you? Hi, guys. Hi. Yeah, hey, uh, I talked to you a couple of weeks ago about the project I have going on above my three-car garage. It's a storage room. And, yeah. um And the question is simple to you, but it's it's been scratch. I've been scratching my head. Is that I'm running this R30 insulation uh, up against uh, two by tens that support that it's built into the roof? Okay, the rafters, and it's a new house, so I've got really adequate soffit ventilation. Guys, do I take that insulation that has a facing on it all the way down to the plate, not obstructing obstructing the soffits at all, but just all the way to the plate, and then Vapor just barrier? to add the just to add to that, I'm going to have a two-foot knee wall in front of it. And I want to know if I can insulate the knee wall. As long as you don't block those vents. That's the main key. Yeah. And if you've got a knee wall, that means you've got a little triangular-shaped attic space right. there. So you'll want continuous ventilation through the space on the exterior of that knee wall. And then up to the ridge of your roof, if that makes any sense to you. It makes perfect sense. Um, I did it wrong. I took I took the facing all the way down to the plate, gotcha. and then I was going to take it insulate the knee wall as well. But what you're saying is, no, leave that area behind the knee wall open so it can ventilate. Correct. That makes perfect sense. Because that's on that's on condition space, so you'll want that to naturally ventilate. Okay, that's perfect. Thanks, guys. You're, wa- you're very welcome, sir. Very welcome. Appreciate your call. Next, let's talk to Rebecca in Toledo. Good morning, Rebecca. You're on with the guys. Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. Hopefully, this will be a quick answer for you. Um, we are in our mid-70s. We've looked at a number of senior living options, and we've decided to stay in the home that we're in. And our air conditioning which is over 35 years old, 
needs a part that's no longer available. Would it be a good idea for us to replace our over 35-year-old furnace as well? <laughs> you know, if you're going to stay there, then using a company you really trust to do the entire system, I think it's safe to say after 35 years that uh, that equipment owes you nothing. <laughs> it's probably okay. not a bad idea. And, and if you can do one company, one system all at the same time, warranty becomes less of an issue too, don't you think, Ken? I do. Because it's an integrated system that should be designed to work, in, you know, each piece in conjunction with the other. Yep. I agree with you. The company that we're considering, we've had a service contract with them for many years and last year they replaced our over 35 water heater and did a beautiful job so there is trust and Good. we have an estimate of about six thousand dollars for both systems does that sound about right actually it sounds like one sounds reasonable a deal yeah, yeah yeah that sounds wonderful actually well there's a discount if we get both at the same time yeah, and that's one of the reasons Ken and I suggest buying the package because you generally get better pricing than had you bought them individually. But that still sounds like a really good deal, and if it's with somebody you trust, we, we really say go. I, I actually have a second cousin who owns a heating and cooling in the Toledo area. Oh, really? Yeah, in Toledo. But if you have a, com a company that you trust, um, I'd s stick with that. Do you have a good I just said it. Going into break, we're talking about Royal Oak Heating and Cooling. If you have a mechanical company that you trust, keep that number. It's very important. Well, they've no, that been sounds in, like a, been in business for. They've been in business since 1954, and oh. they have good report from Better Business Bureau, and I've never heard anything bad about them. Okay, so and the biggest thing is you them. trust them, and you have a good relationship yes. with them. That's huge. Yes. That's huge. Yes. Okay. So go for well, it. Thank you for your... Thank you for giving me no buyer's remorse. No, and let us know what you do, okay? Well, thank you, you very know. much. Thank you. God bless bye -bye. you. Bye-bye. Bye. 35 day. years out of their water heater? No, furnace. No, but she said they just replaced oh, the 35-year-old really? okay. water <laughs> heater. Oh, whoa. <laughs> These people are really gentle well, and mechanical. you know what? That's I mean, cool. I, I, they made them better back then, but not as efficient. Is yeah. that a yeah. fair way to say Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's talk to Greg in Shelby. What's going on, Greg? Hey, you guys, Mr. Positive. Hey, you guys are so good, so informative. It was uh, what a coincidence that you were able to figure out that to do both at the same time is the best way to go about it. I love it. You guys are always 100% accurate. Um, real quick. Uh, yeah. The, uh, <laughs> yes. The garage door doesn't go all the way down when I uh, press the button, and there's no impediment. So what would cause a garage door, um, you know, racking. electric? What is it? What we call racking, where, where the door is not perfectly parallel to the tracks. It needs okay. an adjustment. Yeah, they can get slightly racked. Uh, the tracks can. A lot of times the cold weather will exacerbate that, and the warm weather you won't even observe it. Um, but that is so true. Yeah. I've seen that many times. Yeah. Yeah. It is amazing. So uh, sometimes when the, if you can, if you can get a sense for where the rack is looking at the door, let's say the, the left side as you're looking at it from the inside is just a touch higher than the right. Okay. Um, you might actually be able to do a slight assist as it's rising with your right hand on the right side. And I say slight. 
um, right. and actually put it back, you know, get it back into kilter. But if not, it maybe uh, needs to be adjusted. Very good. Thanks, you guys, and everybody out there in Radio Land. Believe in the magic of your dreams, and you guys have a great weekend. God bless you, Greg. Thanks. Thanks, Greg. Appreciate it, buddy. Appreciate it. All right. Um, let's talk to Bob from Frazier. We got time. Bob, how you doing, buddy? You're on with the guys. Hi, guys. Good information you guys produce. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. How can we help I you, sir? Have a, I have a garage, and the floor is busted up pretty bad, and it's even settling, and it needs, I guess, the garage needs to be jacked up and new concrete put underneath. And I was wondering if you can recommend somebody. Oh, well. Absolutely. Yeah. Michigan, um, Michigan, remodelers. Michigan remodelers. Yep. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. Do yeah. you have a pen, Andy? I'm, I'm driving, but I just stopped and pulled over. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you want, you can go to the website, you know, go under Michigan remodelers. Okay, I'm ready. If you want, I can give it to you. It's 888 Okay. Now, Michigan Remodelers has Remodelers. They have a contra, uh, concrete division. I've been helping them out with it to, to get this going, and uh, they do it right. They put the concrete in the right way. Okay. Well, I'm going to give them a call. I, uh, the garage is pretty much Good. useless as it is. So, <laughs> We've been there. Hey, guys. Thank have you. a nice Let, Saturday, okay? God bless you, you two. Let us know what you do. Thank you very much. Greatly appreciate it. Chuck, recently I uh, I got into a project. I got a little too over my head. I don't mess literally with, over your head. Yeah, yeah. You know, I literally <laughs> over my head. I don't mess with electrical. It, it just reminded me, I'm the outside guy. Okay, <laughs> when I mess with stuff like that, I wind up I wind up making it worse than it was before. So you went to a professional inside guy. I did, and I called someone that we refer all the time, and he took care of it like it was nothing. And that company is Bratcher Electric. Here for you today and every day. This is the Inside Outside Guys on WJR. Here are Chuck and Ken. Welcome back, welcome back, everybody. The Inside Outside Guys, laughing and learning twenty four seven at the InsideOutsideGuys.com. The Inside Outside Guys on Facebook. Beautiful day outside, Chuck. We have not yet seen. Our normal um, spring weather where we get a couple big thunderstorms, wind, oh. gully washers. And people don't realize that you can get storm damage on your roof and you don't even know about it because the roof doesn't leak. But the, the sidebar to that is you may void a, a future insurance claim because you didn't know what happened when it did. What do you do? <laughs> That's amazing to me how, how true that is. Oh. You need to keep an eye on your roof, especially after major storms. And if you even think you have some roof damage, we want you to call our next guest. Yeah, and I think you have a professional keep an eye on your roof for you. We're talking, of course, about Kearns Brothers. And we've got Mark Kramer on the phone with us right now to talk about how this storm stuff works. Good morning, Mark. Good morning, Ken and Chuck. How are we doing? We are blessed, my friend. How about you? I'm doing the same. Uh, beautiful Saturday afternoon. Sitting out on my back patio today, actually. Oh, we're jealous. We're sitting in the studio, and I got to look at Ken. <laughs> so you have a much better mark. 
So, Mark, what constitutes the worthiness? What 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 makes an insurance claim valid for a roof repair or replacement due to storm damage? And, and let me add to that real quick because I do believe there are a lot of people that could be getting claims if they knew what storms did to their roof. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's a great question. Um, you know, in our area, um, typically when we think of hail damage, we think of Oklahoma, Texas, the stuff that drops baseballs from the sky. And in Michigan, that's not necessarily the case. Michigan, we've found to be a high level of wind that we're finding. Um, but in addition to that, we get just enough hail damage to make us uh, be active with that pursuit. But it's not enough to warrant a customer to sit there and look outside their windows and say, holy smokes, we need to get the insurance company involved. Most of the time, they don't even know it exists. So does it make sense then, because we sure don't want our listeners climbing up on their roofs, if the, if an owner suspects something like this or experienced an event like that, to call you and maybe have you guys come out and look at it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, you know, a lot of the homeowners that we deal with, they have no business being on a roof. That is what we do. That's uh, We wake up and eat, sleep, and think about that all day. Um, so call us. We're the guys that go out there and we'll actually jump up on the roof and take a look at it and see if there's anything that actually is of concern. And then we bring that in, uh, to, to your attention. And then that's where you make a decision as to whether or not you want to do something with it and um, what's best for you and your situation. So if the storm just rolls through, we had a lot of wind, we had a lot of hard rain. As a homeowner, what should I be looking for? If I'm looking at my roof, if I'm looking at my downspouts, what should I be looking for that may give me an indication there is some damage there? Yeah, so the most common one that we see that uh, is actually visible from the ground for a homeowner to be able to witness is, uh, you know, typically missing shingles. Look, it kind of goes without saying, but if you see half of your roof laying in your neighbor's backyard, all kinds brothers. Um, but as far as hail damage goes, it can, it can, it's kind of a sneaky assassin. Um, it'll come through. You might notice hail. Everybody kind of gets excited. They think, oh, how neat, it's hail. But this stuff causes damage. Um, some of the indicators that you may have damaging hail is, uh, like you had mentioned, uh, impacts and, and imperfections with your downspouts, perhaps your air conditioning unit. But the easiest way for a homeowner to tell is this stuff will pull the small leaves and debris out of your trees. And if you go out there and you look at your large large leaf plants, you'll actually see holes through those leaves. And that's an indicator that maybe you should call somebody to come out and take a look at it in uh, regards to hail damage itself. That's a good tip. Hey, hey, Mark, wherever you were when we first started this, I don't know if you're moving around, but your phone's going in and out a little bit. If you stand it at one spot, I think we'll be okay. Oh, I apologize. Is that your fault? It's, it's technology, buddy. Yes, it is. <laughs> technology is no one's fault. It's no one's fault. Yes, that sounds much better. Sounds and then much the better. companies will, will claim to cover your deductible for you. Are there some legalities with regard to that and how that works? Yeah, there certainly is. Um, you know, in our industry, there's a lot of guys, uh, and, and rightfully so, it's the American dream that you want to chase. And um, there's a lot of individuals and contractors out there that part of their business to in order in order to pursue and, and, and actually gain business, they have to kind of break a few rules, if you will. And one of the most satiable rules that anybody knows is money. And so when a homeowner is approaching, if you've got somebody suggesting, hey, I'll pay a portion of your deductible, that is a big, big red flag. Um, make no mistake, this is actually illegal. Um, you can in certain states like Texas and Florida, where legislature has passed very strict laws, it's actually a felonious charge if you do something of that nature. And, and it's not just subjective to the uh, contractor, but the, the individual homeowner can be a part of that problem as well. And so that's a big red flag that we always indicate, hey, 
that is just the bad news is you're going to have to pay your deductible. It's the way it works. Um, but that's one of those things that we run across quite often um, is seeing guys that are advertising, paying deductibles, things of that nature. Rest assured, if I invoice the insurance company for $20,000 and then I send you a separate invoice for $18,000, we as a team have just committed insurance fraud. So that's one of those things that at Kearns Brothers we want to avoid. We want to make sure that we're doing business at the highest level of uh, you know, certainty and, and making sure that we're doing it the right way. Yeah, you're, you're not going to take a chance because you said the word. That is fraud, and um, it's yeah. fraud no matter what de- definition you say it on, on both sides. So we respect that you guys uh, you guys have that, that attitude. Now, as a homeowner, when I see that happening, when I go, oh, shoot, I have an issue, should I call Kearns before I call anyone else? Yeah, so, um, you know, that brings up a, a very specific scenario, actually, where we run into a lot of homeowners who call us and they say, hey, we filed a hail claim and our insurance company turned us away, but I'm watching all of my neighbor's roofs get replaced. And the first question we ask is, you know, did you have an inspected prior to the claim? And, and oftentimes that's accompanied by no. Um, it is incredibly important. There's a, there's a joke in our, in our industry called neighboritis. Um, typically when homeowners see their neighbors getting new roofs, they just automatically assume that they've got the same plague and they're going to get one as well. That is not always the case. Uh, it's a very, uh, you know, individually uh, inspected system that it your neighbor has it, that doesn't mean that you've got it. Um, and so we, we suggest have it inspected, actually have somebody go up on the roof and visually inspect this thing to make sure that you have damage. The worst case scenario is that you're filing claims against your insurance company only to find out that you should have never done it, and now you've got a claim on your history, but you don't have anything to show for it. And so we go out there and make sure that if – if we suggest that you're um, in a good position to actually take action, w- let us tell you that as opposed to just guessing on your own. It's just a much safer route. That That's great advice. It really is because the neighboritis doesn't know what other insurance companies the rest of the neighbor of has, and every insurance company has their different policies and procedures with, when it comes to roof replacement. So, Mark, is yeah, an insurance correct. claim roof dumbed down in terms of specification, or can I still count on that same quality that we always count on from someone like you guys? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. So, um, typically in roof terms, um, the carrier owes you for what you currently have. So, if you've got a lesser quality shingle, that's what they owe you for because that's what was damaged. Um, one of the things that we do at Kearns Brothers is, our systems we want to put on with a what's called a golden pledge warranty. These warranties don't expire. And in order for me to do that, I have to put on an absolute elite system from GAF on your roof to make sure that I'm able to get those warranties. So we will automatically upgrade you if you have a lower end shingle. It's, uh, it's in our best interest as well as yours to give you a better system so that way we don't have warranty issues down the road. So every insurance claim that we work, uh, you know, run into we ensure that you're going to get a GAF Golden Pledge warranty um, to back up that new system to make sure that, you know, you're in good hands. That is huge. So I might actually replace an inferior roof with a far superior one with, uh, you know, arguably a lifetime warranty? It's uh, There's no argument there. That's exactly what it is. It's, uh, you know, <laughs> That's it, huge. It, it turns, yeah, you know, we... Here's how we kind of look at it. We we preach that we're going to install the best roofing system that the market you know has available, and we don't just say that. We actually prove it and we back it up, and that's why we provide those warranties that that just you know 
from GAF, there is no better warranty out there than the Golden Pledge. Um, and so we back that up with every roofing system that we install to just kind of show, hey, we're serious. We are actually going to give you the best roofing system, um, regardless of, you know, whether or not we could save a few dollars by avoiding it. It's just not in our interest. That's cool. Well, you keep using the word system, and when it comes to roofing systems, um, we'll keep telling people about Kearns and why they should trust Kearns. I mean, the proof's in the puddings. Look at the five-star reviews you guys have online. Are literally thousands of happy customers. Um, our referrals, we don't ever hear anything negative about Kearns. And Mark tracks these storms, too. So if you yeah, suspect right. that you may have been victim of one of these, uh, we're going to tell people to call you. Is that good, Mark? Absolutely. Give us a call. It's a free inspection. Um, the inspection only takes about 15 to 20 minutes. And, and you know, we're going to look at everything in, in addition to your roof. It's not just your roof. It's your gutter systems, your windows, your flashings, your siding, your air conditioner, all of the components that could be damaged. We will bring to light with the carriers. So that way, um, if there's damage to it, we can present that information and then make sure that your home is actually being so for homeowners, I want, I want to repeat one thing Mark said a little while ago, because we're in Michigan. When we get a hailstorm, as we do, take a look at your broadleaf plants outside. And if you have holes in those plants, that means that hail's made a big impact on your roof. Give Kearns Brothers, have them come out and take a look at it. Did I say it right, Mark? Absolutely. You're spot Great on. Stuff. If you're seeing a lot of debris from the trees, give us a call. Um, you know, But if you're just curious and you just want to know, give us a call. We're, we're, we're out there every day and um, we've got a full force of individuals who are highly trained in this uh, category. And so, by all means, even if you're not sure, call us, and we'll give you peace of mind what, letting you know whether or not you've got anything that needs to take action on. Thank you, Mark. It's great information. We sincerely appreciate it. Everyone knows they can find all of Kearns Brothers' information at theinsideoutsideguys.com. Mark, tell Mike and Gary and all the crew over there at Kearns Brothers, the guys said hello, please. Will do, fellas. Have a great afternoon. Thank you, Thank sir. You, you too. You too. Take care, buddy. Take care. You know, you and I said it last week, the rains are going to come. And when they do, if you have foundation issues, they better be cured one time permanently. You know, a lot of time when that when that um, the ground gets soaked, that one side of your house that gets no sun whatsoever, that's the side where the basement starts leaking because the water sits on there, the pressure sits on there. So if you start seeing water in your basement, eh, give Everdry a call. Find professional contractors you can trust at InsideOutsideGuys.com. Now, once again, here are Ken Calverly and Chuck Bridenstine. Having way too much fun on a beautiful Saturday morning. Thanks for being with us. The phone lines are open, 888-654-GUYS. Thanks to Mark Kramer from Kearns for some great information. You know what? It's all Good about edu educating uh, our listeners and educating us as well. Yeah, so, say. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was some great information Mark Kramer from Kearns Brothers just gave us, and we... Really do appreciate it. Stick around. We're going to have um, professional from a professional window uh, repair company. I know it. I'm yeah. looking forward to this. We are. Hey, let's go to the phones. 888-654-GUYS equals 888-654-4897. Let's talk to George in Union Lake. Good morning, George. You're on with the guys. Good morning. Uh yeah, I had I called you guys last year about a uh, concrete seawall that had deteriorated down to the water line and about getting it repaired. You recommended a company. I used them and uh, very happy with the results. But what I'd like to know now, is there a sealer, a stain, or a paint that I could paint that seawall with to, to give it some added protection and keep it nice? 
First of all, who did you use? What company did you use? Uh, I can't remember. It was, uh, I can't remember, but I think Ken came out and looked at the job himself. Uh, no, that, yeah, because that was my, just ask. Oh, okay. Was it, yeah. My the son's company. name was Joel. <laughs> yeah. That would be it. That would be it. Good. Good to know. Good. Yeah, that was, that was a fun job. I remember it. Okay, do you have yeah. a pen handy, sir? Do I have a what? A pen handy? I do. Okay, I'm going to refer you to a company called Cougar Sales and Rental, and they're in Novi. Okay. And their phone number is 248-348-8864. Yes. And, and you're going to go Cougar? Yep, and you're going to go there and get a um a product called Vexcon, V E X C O N. Okay. And it is a breathable sealer. So what what that means is the water's going to get into the concrete, but it will also allow it to get back out, which is very important. A lot of the times when people put a non-breathable in, the water gets in and it has no way to escape and it makes it worse. So this I product like is exactly what you need. Well, the uh, the good news is that seawall lasted a full winter, and, I mean, it doesn't look any worse for wear after one winter, so we'll see. I don't Excellent. plan on going anywhere soon, but Excellent, so far, sir. so good. Happy to hear it. Happy to hear it. Get the sealer, and uh, you'll help it out. Now, you got to buy a five-gallon sealer. You're not going to use it all. Just um, save it. For next year. Okay, my wife's going to want to know, does it come in colors or is it just clear? It's just clear. It's just clear. Just clear. Okay. You know what? Hold it. Hold it. I take that back. I take that back. They do sell one that comes in a brown. Oh, she wants yeah. spray. Um. Yeah, no, I, I, don't, I don't think they sell anything. I wouldn't the put a paint on it. So I, I wouldn't either. I would not I, do it. It's going to be an ongoing. Yeah. I, I leave it the way it is. Okay. All George, right. thank you for the call, Appreciate sir. Your help. Right, thank you thank very you. much. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Right. You know, people don't realize with those seawalls, if you're going to coat them, let, let's say it's a steel seawall and you're going to paint it, you know, get out there when the ice is solid in the middle of winter, if you can get a product that's solvent-based, you know, that, that can cure properly. Mm -hmm. uh, but with paint itself, that's... You know, I remember this job. You know, my, son, my son did it. Oh, I, did helped, I helped him out with it and, and literally had to build a um, a dam around the wall. Kind of a coffer dam. A coffer dam, dam around the wall and then pump the water out while the repair was being done on the wall while boats were going by making the water turn up and everything. <laughs> but he did a good job. He did a great job and uh, turned out well. I don't think people realize the complexity of some of that type of work, you know, when when you're looking at it as a homeowner. But it, it's kind of good to, to hear you talk about it in that regard. Yeah, I like hey, it. Chuck, I want to talk about a subject because we're hearing this a lot in our emails, and we gotta. <clears throat> we, Excuse me. Even me, Chuck, I'm so surprised how much prices are going up. I mean, it it, it really blows me away. What I I mean, twenty thirty percent, 
And what we're hearing a lot from people is how surprised how surprised they are of the pricing they are getting. Oh, it's legitimate sticker shock. In- inflation is running rampant right now from every, especially in this industry. I'm just seeing so many prices going up. And we had it. We had an email today, and it was a very simple email. And the the listener wanted to know if we could refer somebody that could put back on a chimney cap that has blown off top, and it's a really high chimney, and it said reasonably priced. And, and and let's be honest about it, you're not going to find that. Well, it depends on what reasonable well, okay. is. Okay, if it's a chimney cap that's, oh, let's say 30, 40 feet up in the air, and you've got to send a guy out to put that up, put the cap up. And here's here's the other caveat that people don't understand. Once he put that up, he's responsible for that. He owns the cap. He owns the cap. say in the industry, yeah. <laughs> so if it comes off, and I remember myself, I told you a story earlier today of a, a cap that flew off three or four times before he finally glued it down. It was just in a really windy area right by a lake. It just <laughs> yeah. wouldn't stay up. Um, so you went back three or four times, that but was you your, only charged them once. And then I learned my lesson. Yep. And that's what we're talking here right now is if I'm going to go out and do that, Chuck, at a 350 to $400 project just, just to go secure a chimney cap. I know, it's crazy. Top. And they already have the cap. And they already have the cap. And as a homeowner, yeah. I'm going to go, that's a lot of money. you got a technician out there that's trained with ladder safety. They've got a ladder that will access that safely. you got liability insurance. you got you got the the ownership issue that you just mentioned. I know it. See, and People the, need to realize it. But that's, see, to me, that's reasonable in this economy, but an owner's going to think it's not. Right, and it's reasonable in our industry, but an owner's not, not exactly. going to think it's not. I like what you said there because we talk about the burden. We've talked about before, the burden of an employee. I don't think people understand that. If an if a, if a employer is paying, let's say it's an HVAC tech, if an employer is paying that somebody $50 an hour, that burden to the company is well more than double that. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of the rule of thumb we use. So if you if your hourly wage, whatever, twenty bucks an hour, you're costing the company at least forty bucks an hour, and what, it's what Ken calls labor burden. Um, and I spoke to a gentleman yeah. not that long ago, and he was talking to me about prices, and I said, "Sir, why would a company send someone out here for three hundred dollars?" When they're so busy, they can send him somewhere else for six hundred dollars. Yeah, and, and that's what people have to understand, and they got to have to try to come to terms with that in this economy. It's an ongoing issue. It really we'll is. We'll talk about that more. So hopefully, you've got a good sense of it. Meanwhile, we want people to understand that if you've walked outside and the snow has melted, the ice is gone, and your garage floor is ugly, your front porch is spalling, your your sidewalks look terrible. There's a solution. You don't have to replace it. No. Not every one of them. I tell you what, you, you'd you be surprised what Motor City floors and coatings can do to old, ugly concrete without tearing it up. That's right. Motor City floors and coatings. You're laughing and learning with the Inside Outside Guys on News Talk 760 WJR. Here's Inside Guy Chuck Bridenstine and the Outside Guy Ken Calverly. Welcome back, everybody. Appreciate you being with us. In just a couple of minutes, we're going to have John Cipriano uh, on the phone with us talking about how to repair windows and make them like new. And Ken and I are just excited as heck to have his company on with us. We so are. That'll be at it, uh, quarter after the hour, right? Yes, sir. 
Yes, sir. And then after that, we'll open the phone lines again and, and would love to uh, deal with more of your questions, concerns, or comments. Yes, sir. Sounds good. Did you hear? Oh, is there somebody on the line There right is now? someone on the line, Okay, yes. good. So hold that thought. I will hold that thought. We have Linda on the line from Farmington Hills with a great question. Good morning, Linda. You're on with the Inside Outside Guys on WJR. Good morning, guys. We Good have morning, a Linda. brand new house that's being built right now. And in fact, we haven't even closed on it. We have a three car garage, and we want to have one of the companies that you sponsor do a finish on the garage. But when we were in the other day, we noticed two cracks in the garage floor. They're hairlines, but they're there. What do okay. you think? Cracks are to be expected, even in new concrete, but it's got a couple questions for you. Have have they cut the um, control joints yet in the garage? They have. Okay, they have, and it's still cracked somewhere else. I yes. wish I could say um, that that wasn't, I don't want to say common, but I, I remember doing a, a garage years ago, a three-car garage with three individual bays. So they each had cement pillars between each one of those. And the rule of thumb is you cut it down the center, that, and then everywhere there's that um, pillar between it, you cut another one. You have stress cracks. It's a three-car garage. Well, therefore, we had six um, individual slabs. It cracked six inches over from the pillar straight through. And there was no rhyme or reason why it should have done that. We had steel. We, you know, we uh, cut right where it was supposed to cut. Do you remember so, if you isolated the pillars? Oh, I'm sure we did. Absolutely. A lot of yeah. people don't, and that's their big mistake. You're right. You're right. No, we put expansion paper everywhere. We isolate everything. And sometimes um, concrete just cracks. Now, the caveat there is the wetter concrete is made when it's being poured, the more chance it is to crack. And at this point, there's really not much you can do about it. Do you know if they put any steel in your concrete? Did they reinforce it with steel? You know, we weren't there, but I will ask the builder. Okay. That should be in your written specifications. You should be able to look at your contract and okay. know that. I'll um, get those out and look at them. Okay. And just so they you know. Poured, every, they haven't poured the driveway or the walkway or anything else yet. Good. But Now's the, the time to make an issue out of that then. Yeah. yeah. My, my, this is, I mean, these are new construction. So my only request for that um, that builder would be, if I give you $200, $300 more, will you please put steel in our concrete? That's all that should cost to put in steel in your driveway. One roll of steel mesh runs about $170, $180. Um, and I wouldn't pour concrete without steel reinforcement. Okay. Do you think we can still have the coating put on with those minor cracks there? Assuming nothing else is... Um, done badly you know that there's not some substrate settling or anything like that you absolutely can motor city floors and coatings could come out and give you an assessment on that in a heartbeat and tell you yeah absolutely yeah the, the hairline cracks wouldn't scare chuck or i from doing that no okay because we did talk to the builder and i said would you consider replacing these slabs and he said i'll talk to the higher ups we'll see yeah, no, just know this, it, you know, Ken suggested the possibility, you know, that they put too much water in the concrete. Your contract 
should specify the strength of that concrete. Let's say it's 4,000 PSI or 3,500 PSI. Mm-hmm. That could be tested next year or 20 years from now, and they can determine through a test if too much water was added and it was done improperly. What, okay. one, one, of my, one of my famous saying is anything that you add too much water to, whether it's concrete or lemonade, is going to make it weaker. <laughs> Yeah. 13 years, yeah. I've never heard that one. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, Linda, right. stay in touch well, with us on this. Feel free to, you know, keep us informed and, and use us here. I will, because we'd like to have the coating put on before we move in. Which sure. Which be in the next couple weeks. Yeah. Get, get, talk to Robin Max from Motor City Floors and Coatings, and they, they, whatever they tell you, you can trust. Okay, I will. Thank All right. You very much. Thank Stay you. well. Thank you. Thanks, Linda. Thank you very much, Linda. Boy, that's that's interesting. It's it, it's a tough thing to deal with, you know. If you're if it's brand new and the major investment they have in that house, you know. I, I get it. I get it. But you know what? I remember a quote from the head engineer of the world of concrete back in the early two thousands, and it was a very simple quote. And it said, concrete cracks, that's a fact. Yeah, I've always believed in your contract. You guarantee it will crack. You know, the question is, if, if you take reasonable precautions to make sure you follow industry standards for in, uh, controlling the cracks. That's yes. why we call those controlled joints. Great point. Yeah, because if it's randomized cracking, you know, I'd have an issue if it was brand new. You know what? And I agree with you. Um, and here's an issue two people got to realize. A lot of times in the state of Michigan, if you repair that crack, you bring more attention to it. People yeah, are used to seeing cracks in concrete. That's another issue. Gosh. <laughs> you know, you and I had struggled so much to find really great remodelers that we trust to come in and do great design, great budgeting, great specifying, and then a great build-out. But we got one that we recommend to people and wholeheartedly. That, but, but they can help the people that need the help the most, whether it's the aging, whether it's people who are in a wheelchair, people that need help. Barrier Free Plus can help them all. You have housing questions? The Inside Outside guys on WJR have the answers. Here are Ken and Chuck. Welcome back to the Inside Outside, guys. We've got a guest in the line, but first we're going to go quick to a phone call and talk to Tim from Berkeley. Oh, Tim's not there. Well, that's easy. Uh, <laughs> Let's talk to John Cipriano then. I'm excited about this. We've got a, a new sponsor we have looked for for many years, and it's been difficult to find somebody that can fix ugly windows <laughs> Uh, professionally, and that company is Accent Window. John, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Ken and Chuck. Pleasure being on with you guys. We appreciate it. Can you tell people a little bit about Accent Window? Yeah, the company was established in 2006 by my brother Angelo, and uh, he's been uh, he's since retired. And uh, I picked up the company in uh, like May of. Uh, 2020, right in the middle of the pandemic. <laughs> Lucky you. <laughs> You're a brave man. <laughs> yeah, that's what I've been told. And the type of services that you offer to our listeners? The type of services we offer, uh, we change a lot of foggy glass, uh, uh, hardware, weather stripping on windows, and we also like to give those wood windows a second life by changing the brick mold the uh, sill nosing, the sash, whatever it takes to revive that window. window I love it because we get a lot of people with fogged glass and an otherwise great window. Can you help them? 
Absolutely, 100%. Yeah, there's a lot See, of now, windows out there that uh, some people will go in there and, and price them out a new window. It could be repaired for pennies. Because for so long, we were we were conditioned to say, if you've got moisture inside that window, there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, I know it. So how would you how would you take care of that? How would you help them out? There's moisture inside the window. What's the process? So the process is going out and checking it out. Uh, 99% of the times you can change the glass. There's either a uh, what they call a boot glaze where it's kind of sandwiched in, or they'll have some sort of uh, wood stop or vinyl stop holding the glass in. You remove that, you can cut the glass out and put a new insulated unit in. It's a now, two-step process. First of all, you got to go out there and measure it, and then if you know if they go with it, then you order the glass and bring the new unit right out to them. Make clear to everyone, this is not a DIY project. No, and I <laughs> no. love, you know, it's not a highly invasive project when a professional like Accent is handling it. Is it, is it John? That's correct. That's correct. John, you just make it sound so easy. I love oh, that. I've, I've been doing it long enough. So, and we have about 97 years experience with, uh, between myself and our crew. So we're having fun <laughs> you doing it. brick mold, you know, for the listeners, yes. that's a standard trim on the outside of the windows. And you guys do brick mold repair replacements, stucco board, T111. You want to explain that a little bit? Oh, yeah. So on, a lot of times on the windows at the bottom, you got the brick mold and what we call the sill nose in. You know, if you've got a, a wide uh, brick ledge, uh, they, the snow and uh, the, the elements get to it and rot, rot out the pieces. And we can take that out and put in new pieces. And same with the, the stucco board on houses. It's, a, you know, more or less like a glorified cardboard that goes bad quite often. And uh, we can change those. If it's within reason, if it's the whole house, we'll usually give it to, to one of your uh, sponsors. But uh, one or two pieces, we could definitely handle. And also, they are, yeah, uh, uh, they are also uh, discontinuing that product in some of the lumber yards. So we're having a little bit of difficulty matching that up. Yeah, that was a masonite product that, boy, that was overused for decades, especially on the second oh, yeah. story of a yeah. lot of two-story colonials. Uh, and unfortunately, it was improperly installed by a lot of people that didn't understand moisture and water either. So it's Absolutely. nice to know that accent window repair can, can, can help people with that. And another cool thing that we do after we put on all these new uh, parts on the house, we offer exterior painting too. So we could uh, paint the exterior of the house. We could pre-paint the parts in the shop before it goes out also. So you can do the entire exterior of the house? Yes. That's good to yep, know. We have, it's very yep, good we have a paint crew, and uh, we'll, we keep them busy all year round. So sash replacement, fogged glass, wood rot, broken seals, broken glass, you guys can do it all. Yep, hardware and weather strip. And I can't tell you how many times we get an email that literally says, I have one window that needs repair. Everyone wants to sell me a whole new house of windows. Um, now we have you guys to come in that can repair that one window and, and, and being totally serious here where you're going to make our lives easier. Oh yeah. We're excited. Very by good. It, John. Uh, thank you very much. I mean, like yesterday I go into a house and, uh, you know, she's getting pricing on a window. She just got a couple of fogged up units. You know, I go in there, you know, look like a champ, you know, there was nothing wrong with the windows. Just change the glass. 
Well, you do that and you make us look like champs, too. We yeah. appreciate that. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, we're thrilled to I mean, have you guys. I want you, well, I want thank to ask you, very you to much. stay in touch with us, and we appreciate what you can do for our listeners. Well, thank you. I appreciate that, and thank you for the opportunity for letting me come on your show. John, we uh, people are going to hear a lot more about your company as the years go by. Thank you so much for uh, coming out with us today, sir. All right, Ken and Chuck, thank you so much. Have a great day. God bless you. Take care of yourself. John Cipriano from Accent Window Repair. Glad to have you with us. Yeah, I hope everybody caught that because that is so huge. And everybody's got strained budgets. You were talking about, you know, the uh, inflation in the construction industry, and it's translating over into gasoline and other products that people have to buy every day. So a couple extra bucks saved. It leads me to another subject, Chuck, because I'm going to go back 12 years where, where you know, you, you couldn't find... Um, everyone's so scared. Windows. Let's, let's do windows, for example. People were slow. Everybody was slow, and they were doing the windows instead of the window replacements. And even when the economy is horrible, houses still fall apart. Oh. Driveways still need to get replaced. Windows issue. still leak. Roofs still leaks. And that's why, whether right now, like I want to remind people, you and I started this show in the middle of the worst economy in our lifetimes. <laughs> yeah. And fair to say, we're probably in one of the best economies of our lifetimes now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> no question about it. You know, and it's good to know we've got somebody like that that we trust to handle that problem on behalf of our listeners. That absolutely. Cool. That's absolutely. exciting. Yep. So we're going to open up the fold lines. We're going to have a break coming up in just a couple of minutes here. And uh, for the balance of today's show, uh, we're going to welcome your comments or questions, so everybody keep in touch with us in that regard. Yep. Oh, my gosh. We're going to break right now. Time is just absolutely flying by. It is. Do you remember last year when we met um, Sergeant Russell, first class? I do. He and his family were so excited to be getting a new roof on a beautiful home. Yeah, they were. And, and Victor's Roofing, and this is what we love about Victor's Roofing, is for every 100 homes they put on, roof roof they, on. roofs they put on, they give one away free. So if you know someone deserving, you can go to the InsideOutsideGuys.com, click on Victor's Roofing, and nominate someone you think deserves a free roof. One of the many reasons the Inside Outside Guys loves Victor's Roofings. Here for you today and every day. This is the Inside Outside Guys on WJR. Here are Chuck and Ken. 888-654-GUYS. We'd love to hear from you during the uh, remaining time we've got in today's show, but tomorrow we'll be right back here again at 10 a.m. <laughs> Slow down, buddy. How much caffeine have you had this morning? I know I'm, I'm saying that, aren't I? We always just, there's so little time and so much information. <laughs> yeah, tomorrow morning we're going to have, uh, you hear performance remodeling. You hear them all over the WGR airwaves during the week. Tomorrow they're going to come on and talk to us about some of their specials they have for some of our listeners. And we got to remind people about the home show. The home show is still happening. It is going to be the 30th, the 1st, and the 2nd, correct? 30th, the 1st, and 2nd, correct. Yes, yes. of uh, April t into, into yep, May. In the first two days of May. And we are going to be here tomorrow morning. We're going to have Michael Stoskoff, who's the president of the Home Builder Association of Southeast Michigan. He's going to come on and get us fired up. He is. Not hard for Mike to do. Yeah, baby. He's one of us. Always enjoy, <laughs> always enjoy talking to And him. then the third week of July, Barrier uh, Free Plus is going to be involved in a Bay Area fishing tournament. We'll talk more about that a little bit tomorrow. Look, we're going to be involved with that too, pal. All right. Okay, because there's count uh, on you. You're, I, the, you're the aggressive of not. I love walleye. 
That is one of the best tasting fish out there. Here's a question, which you never hear. What did you do? Boil? Broil. Oh, I thought you said boil. No. What a waste. Put a little coating on it and broil Oh, it. gosh, yes. Oh, goodness, yes. Yeah, yeah. I also like them pan fried with, with butter and garlic. Hmm. Um, here's a question, though. What other name was walleye known for? You used to hear a lot, in the Canadians used to call it this a lot, and you don't hear it at all anymore. I don't know. What Pickerel. Is it? Yes. <laughs> Pickerel. You know, it's funny. I was thinking of an old map of Holton Lake because it's rich in pike yes. and walleye. Uh, and pickerel was. I remember thinking, "What's that? What's a pickerel?" Man? Yeah, and yeah. you don't you don't hear anyone say that anymore. It's you don't, you don't hear that word. Holton Lake's great for smallmouth bass too. I remember being a kid and just reeling those in. Yeah, they had those but the, patties. The out water's there. changed in so many of these lakes over the years. Who knows how it is now? So yeah, they cleaned that up a lot when they ran sewer around it about thirty five years ago. Oh, really? Yeah. And then the muscles got in, too. Yeah, oh, sure. yeah. And, and Houghton Lake, it, it just it was night and day. You couldn't see your hand in front of your face, you know, for years there, but we never thought about it. I agree. And then they run sewers around it, and it's crystal clear. Oh, well, no more oh. sewage going to the lake. <laughs> hey, fish probably better eating, too. <laughs> and I got to tell you, be on the lookout for a 4-foot-3-inch, 50-pound giant rabbit that they suspect has been uh, bunny-napped. Uh, it's the Guinness Book largest rabbit since 2010. Uh, it actually disappeared from Worcestershire, England, but it could easily have been shipped over to the U.S. to Correct. be resold on the bunny market. You have no how, how idea how funny that is. A couple years ago, my son and I were going to Alberta, Canada, and we stopped in Edmonton, stayed the night with another friend, and I went to bed. And my son and my other friend, they stayed a couple minutes extra at the bar. And he went outside afterwards... And he sends me this picture of this giant rabbit. They've got giant rabbits in that part of Canada. And he said, Dad, I'm not kidding. It was two feet big. I mean, it was huge. And I reminded him of a movie um, from Adam Sandler. I can't think of it. With the penguin. <laughs> Where it was an imaginary penguin. And I said, Joel, you're imagining this? Come to bed. <laughs> well, this thing, they claim, four foot three inches long. That is a big rabbit. <laughs> oh, that'd be a lot of good Hassenpfeffer. Yeah. yeah, I could meet there. Yeah, hopefully he hasn't been relegated to dinner. All right, enough rambling. 888-654-GUYS. Let's talk to Bruce in Sterling Heights. Good morning, Bruce. You're on with the guys. Okay. <laughs> I have a question. I have Four Seasons aluminum windows, and I'd like to know who you were talking to about window repair. Oh, oh that would be accent window repair. You weren't taking notes? Accent window repair? <laughs> Yeah. What's accent. that? <laughs> Ken counts on people taking notes. We've got the number right here if you want it. Do you have it right here? Okay. You're a good man. I do. Yeah. Yeah, it's accent window repair. John Cipriano is who we just talked to, and the number is 586 843 3461. Great. I've got uh, Four Seasons aluminum windows, and they are yep. the best window ever. I'm, I've never had a problem. I had one window I put a little part in, and that was from Damon's Hardware, so that tells you how long ago that was. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I've yeah. never had a mechanical problem with them. They went in in 76. I was just going to ask what year they went <laughs> so, in. So you have to have had some frost issues on those jams at some time, haven't you? On the interior? Well, you know what? I, le I learned when I remodeled my kitchen, I took out all the old insulation we used to stuff in there. And since I was the electrician on my own house, 
<laughs> guess who was stuffing all that insulation in with a putty knife? God bless I you. I took it out and put in the new foam around the kitchen window when I remodeled. We haven't had a frost problem since. That's unbelievable because in those windows, Bruce, there was no <laughs> thermal break in the frame. And, of course, there's an uninsulated frame as well. But, they, boy, you, can't, you couldn't bend them with a Mack truck. They are so strong and durable. I mean, that's, yeah, they are. And, and just to Ken, Ken a note, on, uh, a guy called in about a week ago, and I didn't get a chance to email or answer, but he was talking about fluorescent lights in his kitchen uh, ceiling making noise. And you said, go ahead and have somebody change the fixtures or the ballast. They now have a LED lamp out where you take the ballast out, throw it away, and you two-wire hook up the lamp. You just use one socket for the lamp. And they go You're right kidding. in directly. So you place. literally remove the ballast from the fixture. Right. And you and go then... to one socket on each end, and you feed that with 110. Okay. And you put the lamps in. Yeah, oh they're good to go. Goodness. One end of them gets 110, the other end has nothing. And, they're and for our listeners, Bruce is a retired master electrician. Uh, he's kind of one of our go-to experts. <laughs> and I'm far from. <laughs> no, and we both are. Bruce, um, any idea what the price point on those bulbs is? Is it affordable, halfway? You know, I don't. My, my son bought them online, and I just called the uh, young contractor who I helped start out in business. I called him and asked him, and I haven't had an answer yet. But they're okay. pretty reasonable as far as I know. But certainly as reasonable as a ballast, you know. Yeah, And you won't find the old lamps anymore anyway, so. No, I love it. You know, thanks for sharing that with us. We're we're both going to look into that a little more, and if you get more information on it, send it to us, will you? Will do. I'll I'll shoot you an email on it. God bless you, brother. But uh, I appreciate the number on that window repair because I'm going to have glass put in these. (laughs) Those are great. Let us know what what you do, okay? even if it costs the same as windows, I think I'm going to stick with them because they just are so hardy and we can open them all, you know, no problem. When you want to open them, close them, put them in a lock position, they're, they're great. I love <laughs> a testament that. to what they built back then, right? <laughs> oh, I'll tell you. Yeah, we installed a lot of the Norgard and uh, there was another brand, Acorn. It was really popular right. in a stout aluminum frame window and they were, I mean, they were beasts. They just didn't have that thermal oh, yeah. in them, you know. Right. That was right. the only negative. Right. right, right. And actually, back then, Bruce, custom order was an insulated sash. Uh, you, the standard window had single pane. And you and I talk about nowadays, Chuck, how you really want to take a comparison of windows is, is if you can lift the individual window. You have a three-foot <laughs> window over here, three-foot window over here. The heavy one is most heavier one's going to be a better-built window. Typically, Fair that's yeah. very true. Yep. Yeah. Bruce, yeah. thank you so much, yeah. friend. Appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, buddy. Hey. Okay, take care, guys. Good show. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. knowledgeable man. Yes, I agree with you. I think we have Gail from the other side of town who has the same question. Good morning, Gail. You're on with the guys. Good morning, guys. Yeah, we have Anderson double-hung windows, and one of them I know went out, and I don't know if it was the spring or the countersink. It It just will go down. So I'm just wondering if we can fix that. And also with the wood casing, we had another one where one of the little turn locks, the wood around it kind of got busted up. And that's it. Kind of got busted up. What? (laughs) Did you kick your husband out and he had to come back in through a window? (laughs) 
Uh, I like it. Well, it was kind of my fault. <laughs> well, good for you. <laughs> I, I couldn't get it closed. I couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't get it closed. And rather than you know, just okay, let's figure out the problem. It was try to slam it shut, and it kind of popped the wood around the one lock that was kind of stuck. <laughs> yeah, we've <laughs> all been there. Let's give her accent's number as well, Chuck. Yeah, <laughs> give accent a call. You got a pen there? Okay, I do. It's five eight six. Eight four three, three four six one. Okay, great. Thank you so much. Have a great yeah. afternoon. Thank You're you. You too. Welcome. Stay in touch with us. Thank you very much. Tomorrow, a lot Chuck. of people out there have issues like she's Oh, you're got. right. You're right. Tomorrow, we're going to ask Mike Stoskoff to come on from the Home Builder Association. And people hear Mike on our show all the time. He sat in for us. He's guest host the show for each of us over the years. And the reason I bring that up, Chuck, is we get a lot of emails from listeners not in southeast Michigan. We get them from northern Michigan. We get them from uh, northern Ohio. We Florida. get them from Indiana, Florida, everywhere else. Yeah. And they want referrals from us. They want roofers. They want electricians. And, and unfortunately, we don't have a lot of relationships in those parts of the country and the state. Yep. But we do have a place that we trust. And that's why I brought Mike up in this conversation. Tell, tell him what we do in that situation. Well, the Home Builders Associations are literally an international organization. They're, they're throughout the world. But in the context of what you said, in this country, there are HBAs in every state so we default to them, and we'll talk more about that when we come back from the break, specifically how. We just had a, an email from someone from Holt, Michigan, that contacted Kearns, and they don't go out, out to Holt, Michigan. But we did tell them, hey, contact your local home builder association. They vet their, uh, their members, and they can help you out. Wanted to make sure we told them that. Now, Chuck, gutter protection. How important is gutter protection when it comes to people's foundation? How many times have you seen bad gutters cause thousands of dollars worth of damage? Oh, we, we are huge on having good gutter systems. Good gutter systems. And whether it's gutters or gutter protection, a company that we know puts a fantastic system in is Atlas Home Improvement. Find professional contractors you can trust at InsideOutsideGuys.com. Now, once again, here are Ken Calverly and Chuck Bridenstine. Happy to be with you on this beautiful Saturday morning. <laughs> oh, boy, if people could be with us during our breaks, I think they'd even be a better show. <laughs> or we might lose listeners. Yeah, we may. We may. 888-654-4897. We only have a few more minutes left to get your phone calls and questions in for us to answer. In the meantime, hey, let's talk to David from Detroit, who has a good question. Good morning, David. You're on with the guys. Uh, good morning, guys. Uh, got a quick question. Back to uh, the concrete issue. I live in Detroit. I don't own a car, so I do a lot of walking. And I've noticed a lot of the old concrete that was laid back under the Works Projects Administration, which is uh, the concrete is stamped. 1932, 1935, something like that. It hasn't cracked. So why does it, the old concrete hold up uh, and the new concrete doesn't seem to hold up uh, as well? I know it probably seems that way, but it's not that way. Um, it's all about base, weathering, and loading. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, if, if the base disappears and uh, it, it'll crack, if water gets under it, it'll crack, and if it's overloaded, it's going to crack. You know, in a, a residential applications in particular. I was at a job just recently at a, uh, someone's back porch, and it looked like a newer concrete. And it was all cracked and sunk in the middle towards the house. And I immediately knew what happened. Whoever poured that didn't put enough base, and they didn't even bother tamping it. <laughs> so when it got hard, it just shrank and cracked. Tamping that base underneath is very important. Now, you know, a 4x4 four four cement slab is rarely going to crack, right. okay? But a 4x20 cement slab is going to crack. It depends how it's laid, where the cuts are put in. And how the base underneath it supports it then, yeah, because, yeah, concrete has no what we call tensile strength. It cannot bend. So any flex at all in concrete is going to create a crack. Yep. Yeah. All right. That's uh, my question. Thank you for yeah. your call. We greatly appreciate it. Now, to that bend part, they have since since Bob's walked on the concrete that he's talking about, they have added something um, called air entrainment to concrete, which is supposed to help it flex a little you bit give more. It more strength, actually, yeah. and resistance to freeze the raw cycles. Yeah, yeah. They actually trap minuscule air bubbles in the concrete. Yep. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And I, I'll go back every time. You know, when, when the when the head engineer of arguably the largest concrete corporation or concrete um, association in the world, the um, concrete construction. World of concrete, I'm sorry. When he says concrete cracks, it's a fact. I mean, you guys drive over the Zawaki Bridge. There's cracks in that bridge. There's hairline cracks in that bridge. But the way they do it with all the strength, the steel, it's all being connected. You have nothing to worry about. And controlling cracks. Again, exactly. know, to a large degree, we can control where it's going to crack based on what we know about it, depending on where the application or use is. You know, so, but it is a fact. You're right. It's and we'll going to crack. We'll get an article out here soon about the uh, about concrete, and we'll get Dave Hollingsworth from the Concrete Association on soon because we're getting into the concrete season, and we'll start helping educate a lot of people uh, about that as well. Article this weekend, bud. Yeah, my gosh, we haven't even touched that. It's funny because I was just thinking we had two articles on concrete several months ago that uh, hopefully are still available to people uh, just to answer some of these questions that you know, we're getting on concrete. See, I don't remember that stuff. We did a don't concrete. You? No, we did it in. Oh, we yeah. did concrete, that sinking feeling that talked about oh, substrate A1, yeah, base yeah. and, and being able to lift it. And then we did another one on concrete in terms of specifying it, finishing it, uh, short crews. Just a minute ago at break, you told me that you were you – were, I surprised you and impressed you a lot with my memory. <laughs> Got you there, didn't I? <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> hey, let's talk to Bob and Lincoln Park. Good morning, Bob. You're on with the guys. Good morning, guys. Uh, I'm calling to ask you a question about uh, um, uh, timeline. How, how long should it take to uh, contact or uh, a company, have windows measured, and have them replaced. What's the time frame for that? Well, that's two. That's two hugely different questions. Right now. If you called Niles uh, at Window World, he'd probably be out there to look at them within a day or three. Yep. In terms of getting them to you and getting them installed, it depends on the window, the size, the features of the window. It could be a couple months. So, do you think? Do you think? Uh, 
Uh, it could be accomplished within six months, eight months. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? The best way to know for sure is to contact someone directly that's going to be doing that and put that question to them. If they're a trustworthy company, and we've got three really good ones that we, you know, refer all the time, um, they are. They'll tell you the truth about when they can get them in. Yeah. Well, with this uh, uh, COVID uh, environment, uh, I think that's... Uh, that's affected the, the ability for uh, companies to uh, perform uh, maybe in a it certainly has. way. I don't know. Yeah. Ken and I were just out at Window World here a couple of weeks ago, wasn't it, buddy? Yep. And uh, we had a discussion with him because we always ask him, what's your, you know, what's your lead time on this stuff? And I, I could safely say right now within a couple months for most projects is what you're going to find unless you've got something really, really unique. Does that help you? No. Uh, I, yeah, okay. I just wanted to know what I could reasonably expect because right now uh, I'm in the, you know, supposedly in the middle of a, a project and, uh, you know, I signed a contract in September and I don't have the windows in my house yet, so. Ouch. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, somebody might have screwed up and not even ordered. At a time Dwayne, can you send us an email about this, please? We don't can want I you send to send you an the... email. Yeah, we don't want you to say their name. I'm sorry, Bob. We don't want you to say their no, name. No, I don't want the... to say anyone's name. I I'm not we... a vindictive person. But... No, we we get we we don't want you to either. But we'd like to know who it is because um, we want to know. <laughs> That's bottom line. We need to know uh, who okay. we can trust. So, okay, okay, okay. I'll be glad to do that. Yeah, sure. Bob, okay. thank you so much, sir. If you send us an email, let us know what's going on. We'll respond yep. to it. Okay, right. thanks very day. much. Bye now. Bye. Thank you very That's much. That's crazy. Apolog hey, apologies to Dwayne in Clinton Township. You can call back oh. tomorrow. We'll be sure to get to your call. And our article Friday was about GFCI outlets and receptacles. We'll talk more about that tomorrow. Sounds military. I know it does, though. GFCI. <laughs> <laughs> John Cipriano, thank you so much for calling in from Exit Window Repair. Mark Kramer. From Kearns Brothers. I didn't even have to look at that. I didn't even have to write that down, Chuck. You're brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> brilliant. That's fine. Don't forget, everyone, anything you need during the week, the Inside Outside guys are here for you, whether it's building a brand new house or some advice on concrete, theinsideoutsideguys.com. Why, you ask? Because from the roof to the basement, the street to the back fence, if you need it, the Inside Outside guys are here for you today and every day. Dave and Danielle, thank you so much. And you, the listener, thank you. Bye-bye.